0: Hello, I'm Dr. Margaret Rogers Van Koops and you're listening to Journey into an Unknown World. I've been doing this show now for over a year and uh, I'm very grateful if you've been listening to all my other shows and I'm exceedingly grateful if you would share these shows with other people. My whole motive has been about helping people around the world to deal with their mindsets, their fear, pain, anger and guilt, and to kind of see a different point of view on issues where they've been fixed. No matter who we are, and no matter how much we may feel we are aware, There's always someone else who has a little bit more information that can give us some kind of insight into what we're doing and hopefully help us to transform our mindsets, our emotions and our practical application of self in the world, whether it's at work or at home with our family. And so I try in my own way to help as many people as I can through this show today i have been thinking a lot about the death of many people around the world we've been war for a very long time over the last century and uh, as a medium i have spent a great deal of my life proving survival of life after death back in the turn of the last century people were basically very very focused on their religion now it didn't matter which religion we're talking about it was always about self and the hope that someone over there in heaven far away over a hill and far away as we used to say as children there was a god some relative who's dead listening to our prayers and through that generation of that century, people were taught over and over again to commune in that philosophy of theology of that religion. And during those years, it was always told by various priests of various doctrinations that anyone who could talk to dead people was probably not very spiritual, probably involved with the devil and most likely mentally insane yes in the 1850s people were locked up for being psychic punished tormented further back in the 1600s they were drowned or burned to death so in the 1900s there was much of that stigma still around in the world. Yet in spite of this there have been lots of native people around the world who have worshipped and adored the earth, their dead ancestors, and who willingly consult an in quotes witch doctor, wise man, sage, guru, etc, who could speak to dead people. Well, when I was born in 1942 there weren't many people around who could talk to dead people. So I was unusual because I could. In fact, as soon as I was old enough to understand sentences and understand the power of communication I was listening to spirit voices. By the time I was four and a half, which was when the war ended and my father came home, I was already rescuing many dead people who died in the Blitz of London. Now, I didn't ask for it. I wasn't looking to speak to dead people. It was something I encoded my spirit self to do in this life, and as a pioneer, and teacher of the paranormal and psychic things, I've spent a great deal of time in my life training students to develop their psychic skills so that they could speak to dead people. Okay, so the centuries changed. We're now in the 21st century and There has generally been an awakening by people around the earth who are now saying, I believe in the life hereafter, I believe that spirit people can talk to me, and I believe that it's normal. But still, unfortunately, so many people are not able to listen to the voices that come from the oneness. So I thought I'd spend some of the time on this show telling you how to do it. And if you are really interested, I would be very willing to teach a webinar or a seminar or a or whatever they call it, <laughs> online. So if you're interested in learning from me, I would love it if you would write to me Dr. Margaret, RVC at gmail.com and tell me what you would like to learn in a webinar or a TEDdy summit or something like that. In fact, if we have enough people, we might even extend that into a practical workshop in Las Vegas. Do you want a holiday this next coming year in Las Vegas? You might be able to try them in. So let me come now back to talking to dead people. First of all, I want to give you a little exercise. Close your eyes. See if you can hear your mother's voice in your head. If you have a problem with that, maybe your grandma or some other woman you know well, just hear them talking to you. it was very quick and very immediate. Everyone can hear the voices of people they know. Now you may not realize it but you also know the voices of your spirit guides because when you're in the spirit world heaven you talk to them all the time but your conscious mind says I don't know who who they are and I can't remember quite who they are so I don't know if I can hear their voice that your conscious mind talking very clearly saying block it out. Take another deep breath now just close your eyes and see if you can visualize your mom, your grandma, someone you know yes immediately you'll have a photo of how they look you see your brain records everything you see and everything you hear it's your own computer your brain make sure you remember everything now of course if I said to you can you remember the day you were born you would laugh and say no that's impossible but actually if you were put in hypnosis and you were regressed in that state all the way back to being in the womb you could remember the day you were born and how it felt. Because your brain started working the moment your mother's egg was fertilized. Yes, it was growing you. So, all the way through your life, your brain has been in charge. Your brain has three parts to it. Conscious, subconscious, and deep subconscious. Those three parts grade everything that you do and relates it to everything that your spirit is. And in turn, relates everything that your spirit is in this life to everything that you've been in other lives. And from there, relates it into every living being you've ever known. Whether it be human or animal? I met a friend recently who was talking about her animals that support her in her healing work and I asked her what were they and she said well I have the fox, the dolphin, the rabbit and she went on with a long list and I said to her that's really interesting how do they help you and she said Well, when I'm working on someone, I suddenly find myself thinking about a dolphin and I find myself knowing that as that animal is with me, there is telepathy going on and I just know what this person is feeling. If I've got the fox with me, then I feel like I'm talking to their mind and I know that the person I'm working on has a complex thought pattern. I found that interesting. Her point of view in the way that she interprets her animals and her healing skills was unique to her. I don't often work that way. I tend to work more with spirit guides who tell me about their lives. One of my spirit guides is Cornelius Tacitus who lived 62 AD for about 70 years, lived to be quite old. He was a Roman historian. And he was able to write how Rome was at the time of his life and the history of the past. And believe it or not, I didn't know that until recently. I've been channeling him for over 20 years, and suddenly here I am finding out he'd written the histories of Rome. Well, why didn't he tell me? Because I never asked. It never crossed my mind to find out more about him. He's dead. He lived hundreds of years ago, and I'm talking to him. Does that make me insane? Does that make me strange and unusual? Well, if I'd been born a hundred years ago, I'm sure everyone would have locked me away in an asylum by now. But actually, you too can talk to people who have been dead a long time. But there's one proviso, and that proviso is so long if they haven't reincarnated. Which brings me to the realization that there are many spirit guides that come and go in our lives, different lives that is. If you stop and think for example that you've had 10 past lives and you've had 50 spirit guides in each life that suddenly makes you connected to 500 dead spirit guides hmm. are they your guardian angels are they your protectorate are they your counselors are they just simply there It seems that spirit guides have an agenda themselves. They want you, or me, or anyone else, to grow spiritually. Why? Because it's in their interest to help all of us evolve in some way so that one day we can all join up together, share one mind, one heart, one being. But until that happens, They have to continually remind us that we're psychic and that they are connected with us. So what better way to do it than for us to worry and wonder about our dead relatives. So Spirit Guides, Guardian Angels, bring our dead relatives to us. Now some of you may know that I teach in Japan and I'm ashamed to admit I don't speak much Japanese so I can't do a counseling session or proof survival without my interpreter who's an amazing woman and uh, who always helps me in my workshops. I'd like to introduce you to Yumi Haibara whom I much appreciate. She and I together are able to bring the spirit guides into the consciousness of Japanese people through their memories of their dead relatives. Of course the ages vary from my clients, and the memories of their dead relatives vary in the ways that they've died. But ultimately, I, as a medium, don't know their lifestyles, don't know their history, So, when the spirit guides bring their dead relatives to me to speak to a Japanese person, we've got to have interpreters in the spirit world. Or maybe the spirit ancestor has just awakened to their spirit self and is able to recall the ability to speak all languages, including my English. So you see, it's not impossible to talk to anybody's relative, no matter what the language is. You simply need an interpreter. And if you don't have a physical one in this world, then you surely will have a spirit interpreter in the spirit world who will act as the medium between the dead relatives of your client and yourself. Many, many years ago when I was a young 20 year old, I used to listen in on conversations in Italian and French and German. I do speak some French, though not very well, but had no concepts of Italian or German. And in my psychic state, in a trance-like state, I could hear the conversations and know what they were talking about without thinking about the words. If I tried to understand the words, then I couldn't follow and I would lose myself in my conscious, rational mind. So I learned at a very young age that it's not about language that's important, it's about tone. Tones have a resonation. You know, in the Bible it said, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was made manifest in the beginning was light and in light is there a vibration? Of course there is and that vibration is a resonation of friction and friction is born out of darkness. So in the bottom line scenario your relatives will come to you mostly when you're negative, when you're miserable, When you're depressed, they will turn up with the idea to stimulate you to recall their voices, to hear their vibration, and from there to feel love from them, and then from there to feel connected through them to heaven and to the oneness. I'd like to take a moment here to introduce you to the many books that I've written one in particular is The Rejection Syndrome. All my books are available as eBooks on Amazon or through me. So you can either write to me or search me online. But the most important thing that I wanted to say about The Rejection Syndrome is that if you don't believe that your spirit goes on into eternity, if you don't believe that your dead relatives are close by by reading this book and understanding how we are all encoded to be on this earth and learn and learn from one another that is as well as by our own experiences then you will by reading this book come to know that your life is valuable and that you are actually connected to the oneness I'm also currently revamping my book, The Way to Oneness, so if you're patient in time, I'll get this up, and hopefully we'll sell it to people as an e-book. It's a big book, it's 500 pages long, and uh, it's full of all the understanding of philosophy and theology of mankind, psychic skills, healing skills, and the understanding of spirit guides, channeling, the higher and lower aspects of the oneness, and the higher and lower aspects of God. It's quite a lot to read, as well as many other things I've chosen to write about my own personal stories and stories of other people. Now, if you are interested in this book, I'd love to hear from you. You can write to me, Dr. Margaret RVC at gmail.com. And let me know what you're interested in. And if you'd like to have a preview of the book, I can send you a chapter free. Let me come back to speaking to dead people. Is it so amazing if I say to you, you can speak directly to Jesus or God? Well, a hundred years ago, it would be considered blasphemous to say that. But today, there are many people who will tell you they directly talk to God, they hear God's voice. Now, whether that's truly the entity of God as a oneness, or whether it's a spirit guide or ascended master, does it really matter, as long as you get the message that the voice is telling you? Do you think you could hear the voices of angels singing in chorus beautiful songs? Well you can. If you allow yourself to tune in to the vibration of love and music you can hear them. Have you thought that if you are tuned to the devil you'll hear his voice? Well first of all I want to be the first to tell you there is no devil. What I need to tell you even more is that the devil does not have a name. Lucifer came out of a story what we do have are entities who've not evolved. Entities who play on your mind and give you your thoughts back a thousandfold stronger, for example, if you think that a romance will fail, then you'll hear a voice in your head saying, It's failing, you're no good, nothing's happening. Why are they connected with you? Because they're testing you, because you're testing them. Because they need, through your lifestyle, to watch and learn and evolve back into heaven. Because they're in the twilight zone, in between lives, lost, forgotten. And they're only acting out dramas in your mind in order to get you to give them attention. And as a medium, you can help them leave behind their old life, leave behind the ideas of surviving on earth and going to heaven's spirit world. I've done other shows on the spirit world so you might want to go and listen to those and hear what it's like. I've also done a show on what the moment of death is like. You might like to listen to that. I try and give everyone all sorts of points of view on this show about different things and make it as interesting as I can. So if you have some questions, please write to me at RVC at gmail.com. Now, you may be interested to know that I also created a very special healing meditation, which you can download if you go to www.drmargaretrvc.com com. If you go there, put in your email address, you'll get a link to download it, and you'll feel a lot better. Yes, it's very easy to learn, to relax, to meditate, and to be healed. And while you're in that state, to be open to speaking to dead relatives and spirit guides. After all, That part of yourself will live forever. Why shouldn't you be still connected to all the friends and relatives you've had in past lives and all the friends and relatives that you've had in this life who've passed over? Now let me expand your mind a little bit more. Let's say you haven't had 10 lives, but rather you've had 100 lives over 10,000 years. What have you seen? What have you experienced? Maybe you think that you have an alien connection with another planet. Mars, the moon, Pleiades, it goes on. Maybe you're right, maybe you're not. But whatever you're thinking, it's going to be a link into connecting with dead relatives of past lives. It's also going to be a link into the universe and other planets if that's where you're going. So don't think your neighbors insane if they talk about alien connections. Don't think yourself insane if you think you're hearing voices. Just realize that you're opening up to the oneness. You're allowing yourself to understand that there is much more to you than just this life. Recently, I was talking with a client who was in a relationship that wasn't working out. When asked what you were doing in that relationship, still hanging on when you should have left, that person said, Well, I've got nowhere else to go. And I said, Well, if you did have somewhere to go, where would you like to be? And her response was, Dead. And I said to her, Why would you want to be dead? And she said, Well, it's an end of my suffering. And I told her, Suffering is of your mind and of your heart. If you stop worrying, if you stop thinking you have to stay put in a relationship that's not working, and you give yourself time in meditation and relaxation to be inspired to move on, you'll find yourself going through a rebirthing. A beginning of awareness of yourself in a new light, for new reasons, for new opportunities. She looked at me and she said, I need proof. And I said to her, well, would you like your grandma to talk to you, to give you proof? To which she responded, my grandma's dead, Uh, I, I can't talk to her. And I said, well I can. What followed was me proving survival for grandma by giving this client details about grandma's life that she knew that I didn't know. And what followed was her grandma encouraging her to leave her man, move on, and establish a new life. Well, that was a while ago, I'm happy to report now that she not only divorced that man, but went on to give herself training in hypnosis and from there went on to remarry and to do other things in her life. When I recently saw her, I asked her how she was, she said I talk to my grandma all the time and I said that's wonderful and she said if you hadn't have brought my grandma to me I would still be in that marriage. So I'm grateful that you were able to teach me to listen to my grandma. Well, that's just one story of many. But I've told you it because I'm not looking for gratefulness, but for you to learn that you too can talk to your family members and to understand that you don't need to pull on them to sort your suffering out but rather to share with them your growth. Every day of your life, something new happens. Even if it's a routine thing, something new happens. It's time to look for that new energy, that new inspiration, that new feeling of connectedness to people in your life. And through that, to realize that all those people who come into your life they have dead relatives too. So, if you know your friends, your family, then you also know their dead relatives and friends and family. And if you open up yourself to that part of you, that psychic part of you, that can hear them, you'll be able to give them some messages when they need it. And in turn, they can do the same for you. It's not unusual when people are developing their psychic skills to spend a lot of time in practice proving their skills, connecting with psychic friends and families in the oneness, and getting messages from those psychic friends and families in the oneness who are proving survival of life after death. Gone are the days of the old style spiritualist church, unfortunately. I used to spend nearly every Sunday preaching from the pulpit and proving survival of life after death. I did that in England for years. And it was a very, very popular way of using the paranormal skills without having the legal, in quotes, authorities turn up on our doorstep and say, hey, you're a fake, you're a flake, you're a fraud. Well, today, those old rules and laws are still on the books. They're the witchcraft laws from so long ago. They're there to stop people turning up on your doorstep and saying, Hey, you've been cursed by a relative. Pay me X number of thousand dollars. I'll break an egg and I'll tell you that your ancestors forgive you. Or that the curse is lifted. Don't believe that stuff. It's as old as it was then. It's a terrible con. Instead, seek out someone who's had real training as a medium. Someone who can prove that they really are talking to your dead relative. Because they're giving you things that only you know. So don't feed the medium who this person is, what they were doing, what they didn't do, and so on. Just go there and say, I'd like to talk to my grandma on my mother's side. Her name is Alice, and uh, I'd like to hear what she has to say about my issue on A, a relative, B, my work, and so on. And let the medium channel the words to you that will prove to you that your dead relative is watching over you and is taking care of you. But the bottom line? You must take care of yourself. After all you're in the flesh, they're not. You're dealing with everyday issues, they're not. So even if they give you good advice which they will anyway, Remember, you have to put it into practice. You have to make sure that your life is unfolding in a very positive way. And of course, once you've been proved that your dead relative is watching over you, it'll open up your mind to the understanding, hey, you have spirit guides, guardian angels, a protectorate and so on who is watching over you too. And when you get ready for that information, you can go back to the medium who's proved their worth to you and ask them about your spirit guides. And then they'll give you all the information you need. And of course, once you get that, you'll begin to realize you want to develop your own psychic skills. And of course, in time, you will. And in time, you will go on to help other people. I've got a little bit of news. I am looking to do a webinar, a free one, to open people's consciousness to the understanding that being psychic is normal, that listening to your own spirit is a way of the future. We've got lots of children being born now who are very, very psychic, who are going to their parents who haven't a clue what their children are saying or doing and wondering if they have wild imaginations, putting them on drugs and doing all sorts of things that are harmful. It's time now that we educated the general public to believe that we all can talk to angels, God and dead relatives. Well I hope you've enjoyed this and I hope you'll write to me, speak to me. You know, I often ask people to do that and I know there are over 6,000 people listening every month and I thank you for being a listener. But don't just listen, give me feedback, talk to me because after all, I'm here for you and I need to know what you think and what you feel and what you would like me to talk about. And if you're interested in having a webinar, where you can learn more about your psychic ability, then write to me, Rvz at gmail.com or go to our website, www.sumaricenter.com that's below in the text and connect with us and we'll be happy to listen to what you need and try our best to give you The classes, the courses, the advice, the private session, whatever it is that you need. So once again, I want to thank you for listening to me. But at the same time, I want to say, remember, listen to your dead relatives and listen to your spirit guides all the time. Bye for now.